Welcome back to the 859 Insider Podcast. I'm your co-host Noah Ziegler alongside my good pals Adam Conradi and Dylan Miller. And thank God it's baseball season. This is the first podcast we're going to be doing about the baseball season in the 859. Um, not affected by a lockout or anything. So luckily there's no schedule interruptions there, uh, no condensed schedules, but obviously it's baseball. We're getting a lot of it. We're getting a lot of it every day. Adam, Dylan, how are you guys doing? Obviously, uh, cold weather and not really baseball weather back in Cincinnati. Also here for me in, uh, Ashburn, but, uh, you know, again, how are you guys doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty well, uh, tonight, uh, yeah, uh, Dylan and I were able to go to a couple of games last week. Uh, we were able to catch the St. Henry Campbell County game last Monday when the weather was actually pretty nice before it got pretty cold again this weekend. So it's going to be nice to be able to get back out there once it's actually finally, finally warm again. Yeah, baseball this week has been very exciting to watch with it starting back up. And it's been on a good roll with games being played the whole week and every team playing so far at least two games or more so more to come definitely definitely and uh you know today today we're going to unveil kind of what we each three have as our uh, top 10 now we kind of waited a week into the season just so that way we can kind of get a, a little bit of a better viewpoint into how the teams are shaping up but obviously um as we were talking before the podcast uh making the rankings is going to be really difficult this year as it always is with uh, Northern Kentucky baseball, but uh, just kind of start off. Uh, I guess we'll, we'll we'll highlight some of the teams that really are going to be competing for uh, a ninth region title, and other other teams. You know, like Simon Kenton is going to be competing for the eighth region, Camel County for the tenth region. Um, but you know, just to start off, I guess we got to talk about. Um, I, I guess we could break this up by saying our saying our rankings, and um, just so that way we can kind of have something to go off of. Um, Adam, why don't you go ahead and give your top 10, give us some of the teams that you're looking at and uh, some of the players that you're also looking at as well. All right, so I'll run through my top 10 real quick. Uh, not number one, I have the defending ninth region champions, uh, Beachwood, who returned almost all of their or all of their starting position players from last year and lost one uh, PL. So they're in very, very good shape. They're off to a 2-0 start right now with a 10-zip win over Scott and an 8-7 win over Campbell County in a close one at home the other night. Uh, they've got St. Henry coming up this week and Dixie right after that. And then the following week, they have the ninth region LA, which they're, the I would say, the favorites to win that one. And following Beachwood, we have Covcath, who was the ninth region runner-up last year. So I guess I'm technically going chalk on that. And Cuffcats interesting this year because they did lose almost all of their starting position players because they started a ton of seniors last year. But they, as always, they're going to reload. And they have a very, very strong senior class this year. And they have some underclassmen that are really going to contribute. They arguably have the best one, two, three punch on the mound in, in Northern Kentucky coming into this year with Wilbur, Trevor Wilson, and Luke Lenhoff. And I've heard of a couple other names that are in the rotation that are going to be very good as well. So you can never really count out Cuffcath. That's why I got him at number two. Then following Cuffcath, I have Dixie at number three. Dixie's very, very interesting this year. They return a lot of key pieces. Shortstop Jay Flynn, their catcher Ethan Bosley, Kiernan Garassi, a few other guys that very good. Uh, they lost Zach Haggis. Uh, he's pitching at NKU now. He's a freshman, but They'll bounce back. They still have very good pitching, and the 34th district is going to be tough. 
Uh, at fourth, I have Ryle, who is a very, very interesting team this year. They had two uh, seniors named to the preseason uh, All-State team in Braden Stewart and uh, Josh Furtado. Uh, Dylan, did you mention that I, I believe Braden Stewart's actually out right now? You mentioned he had an injury? Uh, yeah, from what I've heard from a lot of people around uh, other high schools that he was he is injured with a UCL sprain, but he is still uh, DHing and being a complete powerhouse for that team and helping them get some runs in each game that they play. Okay, okay, so he's still contributing, but not at a hundred percent. That that'll be something to watch out, a storyline to look at for this year. See how if he can overcome that and still be his usual self, which I'm sure he will. Uh, then following Ryle at four, we have St. Henry at five. Uh, St. Henry's off to a three and one start this season. They uh, were recording this on Monday night. They just beat Ludlow 10 to zip tonight. Uh, that's when, it, when Owen Eilerman's on the mound for St. Henry, I think they can really compete with anybody. But the question for them this year is going to be who, who can they compete with when he's not on the mound? Who do they have behind him in the pitching rotation? And that I, I think they have all the pieces to hit with everybody else, but it's going to come down to pitching for St. Henry this year. Uh, at six, we have Connor. Connor off to a hot start this season also. They had a 10-zip uh, five-inning uh, win over Highlands to start the season, so that's a very impressive win. Uh, Campbell County at seven, who I mentioned, uh, two losses to start the season, but two close ones to two solid teams uh, who we have ranked above them right now. And as we already mentioned, they're the defending 10th region champions. They have junior shortstop Aiden Hamilton, who's committed to Kentucky. So they have a lot, a lot of talent. And Greg Vineyard in center field. Following Campbell County, we stay in Campbell County uh, with the Highlands Bluebirds. Highlands lost a lot from last year, so they're a big question mark for me this year. I'm, uh, we'll see how they do. They had a rough start against Connor, but we'll see how they bounce back. And then at nine, I have the Newcastle Thoroughbreds. They return a decent amount from their season, from last season, where they gave Highlands a decent run in the district tournament, but they ultimately fell short in the district championship. They returned Brennan Cedar, who was actually on the RBI World Series champions, uh, national champions uh, team this past season. Uh, and he got to like go visit the Red Stadium and everything. So that's really cool. Uh, and at number 10, we have Boone County to close out the rankings. I mean, I, I can't, I can't disagree with a lot of, uh, a lot of that, obviously going Beachwood Cuffcath one is one and two. You, you, in most years you're going to be able to put the, I mean, put them kind of in those spots and make an argument for either or, um, Dixie at three, obviously Dixie has gone off to a great start this year. Um, beating, beating Ryle convincingly, uh, that's always something you know, you got to pay attention to this early in the game, but also just as kind of for Ryle, it's, it's, you know, still very early in the season. Um, you know, for, for me, I, I, I we had the same top two. Uh, I like to mention to Campbell County, cause obviously they have a lot of firepower in their lineup and they had an opening day loss to St. Henry five or seven to five, but uh, they, they hung with Beachwood eight, seven. And I think uh, that's just what it boils down to when it comes to the beauty of baseball in this region is that there are like we we talked about this I think with basketball and how take away Cuffcath there were a bunch of teams that could beat each other and with baseball it's like that times ten and it, it's really exciting honestly just to kind of have just the parity that we have 
um, with high school baseball in general, but also especially in the Northern Kentucky area. Um, for me, I had Beachwood one, Covcath two, Dixie three, uh, Ryle, St. Henry, and Campbell County following them, and then rounded out by Connor, NCC, Boone, and Walton Verona. Um, I, I, not to not to repeat all the points you made, but obviously Beachwood coming back with a lot of uh, a lot of players, Covcath coming back. Um, returning a lot of players as well. I, I'm really interested for this St. Henry Cuffcath game coming up, which I'm sure we will talk about uh, by the end of this episode. But uh, Walton Verona, I think, just kind of sneaks in there for me just because of how how commanding they've been in a lot of their wins, uh, beating Madison Southern 10-0 and Galveston County 10-0, Trimble County 8-1, Grant County 16-1. Um, a lot of smaller schools and their two losses have been to Boone County and Ryle, but both were by three runs, 10-7 and 9-6 respectively. So just kind of looking at that, it's like, okay, Walton, Walton definitely can stick with some of these teams, but um, in, in terms of actually putting together maybe a couple of upset wins, uh, they play Cooper on April 1st, April Fool's Day, Simon Kenton, April 5th, April 8th, they play Dixie. Uh, they have a couple of opportunities to really kind of show that it reflects their muscles as an eight, five, nine baseball team, but we're going to see. And then another team, I think that's kind of um, not, not to say surprise, but, you know, definitely gotten off to a great start that they'd hoped for is like you said, the Newport central Catholic thoroughbreds. They uh, they're three, and know, they have a, a big win over Boone County in their second game of the season. They won seven to three. And just uh, a couple of days ago, they beat Bellevue 10, nothing, uh, you know, a run rule game. And then tomorrow, uh, we're recording on Monday. Tomorrow, Tuesday, they play Covington Catholic uh, at 5 o'clock. So that's going to be a really good game. Um, just, of course, that uh, rivalry between NCC and Covcath. Um, just, it's just going to be a re- it's really good game. And I think this week we're going to be able to see kind of the early season litmus tests for a lot of these schools. Um, just because, again, with basketball and football, it's, it's different just because their teams are going to be drastically different by the end of the year. And it's the same thing with baseball, which um, because there are a lot of games, we get to see kind of where teams shape up against each other all throughout the season. So it's going to be really exciting because I think by, by I say this now, but of course it's not going to be the case by this time next week, we're going to have just kind of a clear picture of how these teams shake up early on. Um, but of course it's always going to be just an absolute dogfight from top to bottom. Um, but Dylan, what, what's your top 10? What are, what are some teams and players that you're looking at and, um, what are some things that are exciting you early on this season? So for number one, starting off, I have the defending ninth region champion Beachwood Tigers. They have most of their players, if not all their players returning. And one of them highlighting is Mitchell Berger. He is an absolute animal on the mound. He is their main guy and he I mean he's leading the way for them and then number two I actually switched it up from Adam I have Dixie mainly because uh they got most of their players returning themselves with Logan Wilson Ethan Bosley Jay Flynn and they are the reigning 34th district champions three I have Cuffcast four Ryle five St. Henry and then I put Campbell at six uh, mainly because they kept it close with St. Henry on opening day for them. And uh, they had a one-run game against Beachwood. And then number seven, I have Connor. Number eight, NCC. Number nine, Highlands. And then to round it out, number 10, Boone. I was about to ask you guys for regional predictions. And I was like, you know what? It's way too early. And with something like baseball, I think it's just you, you can't really even ask those questions until after the first, I, I don't know, two, three weeks. But um. 
you know, I, I guess looking kind of looking forward uh, just to some of these games leading up or coming up this week. Uh, I mentioned this just a second ago, and I think we should talk about it. Uh, St. Henry Cuffcath, obviously a, a rivalry, but um, you know, it's the the Mike Eplin Dirty Hat Classic. It's eight at eight fifteen uh, on April first. Which uh, shoot is that? That is Friday. Okay, so Friday, April first. Um, you guys, I believe, are going to be at the game. Is it at Florence or uh, whatever they the the Y'all Stadium, or is it somewhere else? I believe it's called Thomas More Stadium now, and yes, it is there. Mm. So quick, quick shout out to the Thomas More basketball program. Lady Saints winning the uh, NAIA national championship and men's basketball making to the uh, final four. Just got to give that quick shout out because a lot of eight five nine players on those teams. But uh, yeah, so uh, that'll be that'll be fun. Uh, it's obviously always fun to go to that stadium. Um, but even even before that, which I think we we're all expecting Owen Eilerman to um, play to pitch against Covcath. Um, it's again, Covcath has to handle NCC and then they also have Highlands coming up this week. Um, what, what are you guys th- thinking of those two games for Covcath? Obviously, playing against NCC and playing against Highlands, both away games and both are in. Um, I mean, shoot, that's gonna be that's gonna make it three straight nights of three straight games. So, what do you guys think about uh, those two games and how it shapes up as they kind of head into a really difficult part of their schedule when they face St. Henry, Connor, Dixie, and Ryle? Yeah, I mean, we're definitely gonna figure out what all these teams are made of pretty early in the season, and by the time by the time next week when we record, we're gonna have a much much better idea of what's really going on here. Uh, we gave some decent predictions, but I mean, it's, it's hard to string together wins it in, in Northern Kentucky baseball. I mean, every game is going to come down to the last fight. You got to have the pitching, you got to have depth, uh, especially when you're playing a lot of games in a weekend, playing double headers against really good opponents. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. For all the games coming up this week, you have to have good pitching rotation, make sure everybody's at a certain pitch limit and kind of get, the bullpen ready when they need to and to be bring their a game for this week because i mean most teams are playing two three games this week and the next coming weeks maybe even more with the all a uh tournament for beachwood and saint henry but i mean overall we'll see this week what everybody has upcoming for the rest of the season some other games just kind of looking at the schedule for the next couple days uh tomorrow as in tuesday Converse Cooper on the uh, Denny Taney Classic at Holy Cross. Uh, that's going to be a good little district game. I don't know if it's going to. I don't think. I don't think that'll count for districts. Um, I haven't. Let me. I'll look at their schedule in a second. But uh, I don't know if that's a district game or not. But those two play. That's again. That's a good litmus test to see how they uh, are shaking up, kind of within their respective district. Uh, tomorrow again, Covcath versus NCC. Bishop Brosser taking on Simon Kenton as well. Rossard, a team that's two and three, uh, you know, kind of struggled with Ludlow, handled Lloyd, but have lost to get lost games to Harrison County, Mason County, and Harrison County again. Um, so again, just a, a couple of games that are, I guess, going to tell us where things stand. And I've said that a million times, but that's really what it is in the, in this early of the season. Uh, when you know St. Henry's lost to Ryle, it's a very lopsided score, but. Owen Eilerman wasn't on the mound. And as Adam, you said it earlier, um, and we've all talked about it before, 
it, it, it's going to be an Owen Eilerman kind of led St. Henry team in terms of how far they go. And that's not to say St. Henry doesn't have any other weapons. They're, they're a very talented team, but uh, to, if, if you want to see a, a battle of top pitchers, Owen Eilerman's going to, going to be in that conversation. Um, just, to, just to kind of round out the episode though, real quick, uh, just cause I know you, you guys are um, going to be covering some games this week. So we'll have a lot more to talk about next week, but um as as you know <laughs> out of all three of us two of us have played baseball dylan and adam obviously both playing uh at saint henry i, I stuck with tennis a, a real spring sport right um so just in this early season we've talked about a little bit during this episode when when you're this early in the season what are some important things as a team to kind of have in your minds because obviously it's obviously it's kind of, it's unrealistic for any team to go undefeated and there's always going to be a game where you're either playing a doubleheader in the same day or you're playing a back-to-back or in, in maybe in the case like Cuffcath where you're playing three games in three days that's obviously uh exhausting especially if you're traveling a lot so what are just some what are some keys for teams early this season um just to kind of get off to a good start, but also kind of maintain that mental toughness to make it through the entire year? Uh, I would say my main key for this like early season window uh, would be to work the work the pitch count of the pitcher, take pitches, extend your at-bats, because these guys are all going to be on a pretty short leash early in the season. You're going to have a pitch count. They're not going to be extending them like they would at the end of the season with the starting pitchers. You're going to be able to get guys out early. So if you can extend your at-bats, foul off a couple of pitches, maybe take one that you wouldn't usually take. That might be a difference in between getting a new pitcher in, and that's the reason you win the game. Yeah, for myself, I would probably have to say uh, one of the bigger things is chemistry. Chemistry with the team is really important uh, going forward on the schedule with uh, every team. I mean, it's a grind. So uh, having a good chemistry with your team helps because not only – are you guys all on the same page? But if you guys are on a roll, it can make you even better than uh, what you've been showing in the past. So it affects not only you, but everybody else around you. And I mean, every player has a role on that team for a reason. So, I mean, it can show everything. Lots of good games to look uh, to kind of put those skills, the kind of the, the off the field skills and the, the mental toughness aspect. Um, obviously really huge, especially this early in the season. And also dealing with uh, the adversity that is the lovely Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky uh, weather pattern. And that is 70 degrees one week and 30 the next. Uh, I, I don't know about you guys, but I know um, usually, I mean, usually I get around like what you guys get just two days later. Um, I, up here, it's supposed to be 70 degrees on Thursday. So I, I'm really excited because today it is in the 30s and windy and it feels miserable outside. So I can't imagine playing any sport outside right now, especially baseball. So that I, can't, I have to just give props to all the players that have to battle these conditions because, man, some of the spring weather in, it just is terrible with the with the wind and the cold. So, um, again, just a lot a lot of early season obstacles to get over but uh guys great great uh great talk obviously we're running we're running low on time we need to get that uh zoom premium subscription re uh rekindled unfortunately since i got kicked off my uh college one because apparently uh graduation is a real thing 
That'll do it for the 859 Insider Podcast. Just a quick talk about baseball for Adam Conradi and Dylan Miller. I'm Noah Ziegler, and we'll see you guys soon.